Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and we're continuing along the path of this third law, universal law of nature. Nothing is ever missing, it just changes in form. And understanding the application of this law is really important. So what we're going to talk about today in this particular podcast is recreating yourself. Now this is really powerful stuff and it's very easy for those who've done the 12 discards on the 12 most important people we've encouraged this year in 2023 for everybody to do, but not everybody is doing. So I understand it may be difficult for some people to understand what I'm about to talk about in this universal law the third universal law, nothing's ever missing, just changes in form, recreate yourself. To assume formlessness <laughs> and thereby be able to flow effortlessly with the needs of the moment is a power that is spectacular in life. It's a hugely evolved, highly conscious and very inspired state. Similarly, to be treated like a person uh, that you wanted to become, you must cultivate the ability to reinvent and present different sides of yourself to the outside world. As a famous line from Shakespeare goes, all the world is a stage and all the men and women merely are players. So most people think that we each have a specific part assigned to us in the drama of life. But the truth is that we can choose and change the parts we play in life. We already play multiple roles. After all, a single person might be a husband, a brother, a musician, an engineer, a swimmer, a traveller, a friend. And each of these represents a different part of their personality. With this in mind, we can and must choose to increase and consciously grow the number of roles we play if we are to increase our power in life. Shakespeare again, one man in his time plays many parts. To master this third law and its broad applications, it's particularly useful to reflect on the role of the courtier. Now, playing the perfect courtier is an almost forgotten art in modern Western world because we emphasise over and over again individualism as leadership. Individualism in leadership basically says, I make the decisions, I am the leader, I am not influenced by others. But there's nothing wrong with for forging your own unique path. But this has become misleadingly confused with the need to be figurehead, the CEO or the front of the band. Even if you do ultimately want to take the leading role, there's no shame and a great deal of power and knowledge to be gained in making yourself the power behind the throne by playing Kutia, this trusted advisor, the, the confidant to another powerful figure a mentor or a coach. The perfect coach constantly shapeshifts to suit powerful figures around them, learning to inhabit the role which the moment requires. You become the soul of recreation, ever fresh, ever exciting, making it continually a source of pleasure to have you around. 
Consciously practicing this role will not only hone your skills in social intelligence, but will give you valuable training in the mirror effect. As you shape yourself either to charm or disarm people around you. This remains an ungraspable idea, just about as ungraspable as smoke. We call it catching a feather. And smoke can come from a sweet smell of incense or it can equally come from the dark scent of a dog poo. They treat me like a fox, a cunning fellow of the first rank. But that truth is that with a gentleman, I'm always a gentleman, and a half when I, when I deal with a pirate. I try to be a pirate and a half. A great quote. It's no coincidence that one of my most favourite stories is that of Otto von Bismarck. If you follow that story, you'll see this powerful, powerful man in Europe who dictated the future of Germany and so many other countries without actually standing to the front, more as a coach. Like Tolkien's One Ring, injunction to assume formlessness binds all other laws to it. And to to be formless, to learn the art of flow, to be in tune with the world around you, to access the Tao, means you must always be willing and able to recreate yourself. This is the purpose of the discard form. The very core of this principle is not to be precious about your big fat ego and your identity. The word authenticity is bandied about these days. But what does it really mean when we talk about identity? We all show different sides of ourselves to different people, consciously or otherwise. The way we behave or represent ourselves varies enormously depending on our audience. The setting our present frame of mind, or even what we had for breakfast that morning. The you you are with your closest friend is quite different to the you that shows up to a business meeting or the you that takes the stage in a romantic relationship. And, of course, being an authentic person, a no-bullshit person or whatever other kind of person you, you, you play those roles, particularly the characters, that we choose to play. Some people find this flexibility disturbing, but there's no reason to see it any other way. It's actually immensely liberating. There is simply no concrete core, you at all. We are free to choose how we are from the moment to moment. Krishnamurti wrote, we are prisoners living in the cage of our own thoughts, decorating the prison cell and calling it change. Buddhism, amongst other ancient Eastern philosophies that I've studied, teaches that it's our attachment to a sense of a solid self, our solid identity, that is the source of all our suffering. 
Mastery of anything begins with the mastery of the self. So we must be prepared to let go of the stories that we tell about ourselves from the past about who we are when we tell those stories. They don't serve us. The forest and the trees of our past are actually in balance. They are not really good stories to keep telling because they start to define us. The freest and the most powerful people in the world are those that aren't trapped in the stories, neither those they tell themselves nor the ones society foists on them. In the beginner's mind there are many possibilities, but in the expert's mind there are few. That's a Zen quote. Stay hungry, stay foolish, Steve Jobs. That's enough for this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll be back soon. Bye for now.